Welcome to the Dazcast, grandson of a preacher man, as we kick off a new season exploring the letter to the churches in Galatia. Today we start with Galatians chapter 1, and our theme for this recording is Just Do It. Well, good evening, saints, or good morning, or good afternoon, depending on where you are in the world or at what time you're watching this video. My name is Darren and I'm a member of All Saints Church here in Orsley Village in Coventry and over the last weeks we've been reading the book of the Acts of the Apostles or rather I should say a letter written by a doctor called Luke to a influential non-Jew, a Gentile called Theophilus. We spent 28 days reading that story, reading that letter of uh, how the early church came about through Peter and the Jewish community based in Jerusalem and then how from Acts chapter 7 onwards really Paul became the central um, character in this letter to Theophilus and about how the, the church grew out of Jerusalem, out of this Jewish community into the rest of the world, indeed to the edge of the world at that time was Rome and the centre of power to the non-Jewish community, the Gentile church and God chose a Jew not just any ordinary Jew, a zealous Jew, a Pharisee of Pharisees, to lead the conversion uh, of the world uh, to uh, to follow Jesus Christ. And so we we read about Paul uh, in those 28 days. And then we moved on uh, to read together Paul's letter to the Thessalonian church, 1 Thessalonians. That's his first letter that we believe that Paul wrote. It was a wonderful letter uh, of um, encouragement, of uh, discipleship of pastoral care uh, to um, to the Thessalonian church who had embodied uh, this um, spirit of faith, love and hope. And so he's urging the Thessalonian church to keep going despite persecution, keep going. And then uh, we are now going to read uh, from uh, the letter to a group of churches in the wider province called Galatia and um, it's written maybe just slightly after Th uh, Thessalonians um, but around the same time and whilst Thessalonians was a, a letter to the Gentile community this um, letter is to a group of churches who were initially uh, certainly in their early days led by uh, Jewish people uh, Jewish leadership teams if you like but there were definitely Gentiles uh, in this group of churches or group of cell groups if you like and uh, the the Jewish community, the Jewish elements of that church had started to um, insist that the yoke of Judaism, the law, the Torah and all of those sorts of things were to be laid on to the Gentile Christians. And so Paul is now writing to uh, the churches in Galatia to say, nope, uh, none of that, please. Thank you. Uh, that's been done away with through Jesus. We're now in a New Testament, a new covenant. Uh, a new relationship uh, with with God and uh, so Paul is uh, correcting some of this and it's quite it's quite a harsh letter to to begin with I mean if Thessalonians is a letter about pastoral care and um, discipleship then this is the other side of pastoral care about um, church discipline and about accountability and all of those uh, difficult uh, topics and so this is what um, primarily what Paul is uh, talking about. But I just want to pick out um, one particular verse 
uh, or two verses in um, verse 16 to kind of verse 17 onwards that really struck stuck out to me and they are this so when this happened this is um, um, Paul's conversion to uh, Christianity when Jesus met him on the Damascus Road when this happened uh, I did not rush out to consult with any human being uh, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to consult with those who were apostles before I was instead I went into Arabia and later I returned to the city of Damascus so Paul had been converted and met Jesus on the way to uh, Damascus. And then um, in verse 15, Paul says uh, that he was chosen by God and called out of his out of God's marvellous grace and that he was to proclaim the good news to the Gentiles. And Paul says in those verses that follow that he didn't consult with anybody. He just got on and got up with the job. Now, for Paul, not just in this letter... Not just in the book of Acts, but in all of his work, there is an urgency and importance, almost an impatience uh, to proclaim in the good news of Jesus Christ. And that is partly because of circumstance and, and because of persecution uh, and because, um, you know, as, as we read in the book of Thessalonians, that uh, we, they believed that Jesus would return imminently. Um, but regardless of those two facts, in Paul's heart, he's a zealot, remember, that there is an urgency and an importance to proclaim in the good news of Jesus Christ. I wonder if we as a church, and I don't just mean us as all saints, but let's apply it to us as well. But we as a global worldwide church, I wonder if we have lost the urgency and the importance, indeed the impatience of spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus will return, we don't know when. Uh, so there is an urgency and importance in that regard but regardless of that perhaps we as a church have got too comfortable with our online services with our programs with our alpha courses with our worship songs with the way that we do church and that perhaps we perhaps no it's a question perhaps and one that we should ask ourselves perhaps we have lost the urgency and the importance of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ that is what we're about it is what should consumers and it's um, it's something that Paul is is very clear about in this letter into the Galatians, and it's very clear in the book of Acts when he says, "Well, it seemed right with the spirit to go to Macedonia, so I'm going." And I wonder if we should adopt the same spirit as well. There is a time to consult. There is a time to go through approval processes and through functional structures, but there is also a time just to do it. There's a favourite. Um, phrase of mine which I read somewhere that the gospel according to Nike son of Adidas just do it and so come on church let's just do it and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to all that we meet in word and in deed so anyway less of me and let's read Galatians chapter 1 greetings from Paul this letter is from Paul an apostle I was not appointed by any group of people or any human authority, but by Jesus Christ himself and by God the Father who raised Jesus from the dead. All the brothers and sisters here join me in sending this letter to the churches of Galatia. May God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Jesus gave his life for our sins just as God our Father planned in order to rescue us from this evil world that we live in. 
All glory to God forever and ever. Amen. I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God, who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ. You are following a different way that pretends to be the good news, but is not the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Let God's, let God's curse fall on anyone, including us, or even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we have preached to you. I say again, what we have said before, if anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcomed, let that person be cursed. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Dear brothers and sisters, I want you to understand that the gospel message I preach is not based on mere human reasoning. I received my message from no human source and no one taught me. Instead, I received it by direct revelation from Jesus Christ. You know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion, how I violently persecuted God's church. I did my best to destroy it. I was far ahead of my fellow Jews in my zeal for the tradition of my ancestors. But even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvellous grace. And then it pleased him to reveal his son to me so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. And when this happened, I did not rush out to consult with any human being, nor did I go out to Jerusalem to consult with those who were apostles before I was. Instead, I went into Arabia, and later I returned to the city of Damascus. And then three years later, I went to Jerusalem to get to know Peter, and I stayed with him for 15 days. The only other apostle I met at that time was James, the Lord's brother. I declare before God that... What I am writing to you is not a lie. After that visit, I went north into the provinces of Syria and Cilicia. And still the churches in Christ that are in Judea didn't know me personally. All they, know, all they knew was that people were saying, the one who used to persecute us is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. And they praise God because of me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So there you go, saints. Uh, may um, may uh, you uh, know Jesus. May you be uh, aware of his presence with you so that you would proclaim the good news about Jesus uh, to all people, but particularly people not like us. And when uh, this revelation of Jesus Christ comes to us afresh, uh, may we uh, just go on and do it. May we not be concerned with um, approval processes etc etc but just as Paul did just get on and do it and because of that may many people come to know the Lord Jesus grace and peace saints and God bless thanks for listening to the Dazcast grandson of a preacher man don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast to all your friends and family and neighbours and frankly anybody who will listen. And don't forget to tune in to our next DazCast as we continue to wrestle with scripture and as we continue to raise a glass to the memory, to the honour, to the legend that is my grandfather, 
Cyril John.